0: Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and as always, it's a true pleasure to be here with you all today. Today's topic on the podcast is all about sustainable business. How do we create a business that is truly sustainable? How do you create a coaching or a healing or a service based business that is truly sustainable? How do you create a product based business that is truly sustainable? How do we create a sustainable sustainable life? Honestly, today's episode is going to answer all of these questions because I've got seven principles for creating a sustainable business and they really can be applied to not only our business or the type of business, but actually to our entire life as a whole. So get ready because this is a question that I'm often asked. And obviously my holistic business framework is all about sustainability. But in today's episode, I thought it would be fun to put my mind to exactly what I believe are the principles of sustainability in a business and some practical examples of how to implement each of these principles. So hold on to your hats. This is going to be so much fun and just implementing some of the things that we talk about in today's episode is going to drastically change your business and your life. You will create more time and space for yourself. You will create more joy and pleasure for yourself and you will create more results. So if that's A reason to listen to this episode, then I do not know what is. Now, before I dive into the seven principles and how to implement them, I also want to say happy new moon because we're now in the new moon of Aries. And so I feel that this episode comes at a really perfect time because Aries is the start of our new zodiac cycle, right? And Aries is that fire sign, it's that starter, it's that going out and getting things done. And there's this beautiful energy that really carries all of us at this time of year. Now, in saying that, we really need to turn our mind to sustainability because if we take action with all of this fire energy, but we don't take it in a way that is truly sustainable, then we will burn out, right? And we won't see our projects through to completion and therefore we won't see the results. So it's so fundamental that you understand the concept of sustainability and that we start applying it right now and have it as something that you continue to turn your mind to and to develop and refine as you go through your business and your life journey. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to make a couple of announcements. While I was on holidays, of course, I had so many amazing ideas come through. I actually decided to get a second qualification for coaching. I've decided to train in uh, the model using Brooke Castillo's The Model with the Life Coach School. And I'm so incredibly excited because I actually start my training this week. So I'm going to be like a double Certified coach, but really, I'm getting uh, certified in a method uh, that I really, really love to use. So, for all of you who know how much I love Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School, I know that you're all going to be so happy for me. And I just feel that with all of my experience and with my inner voice work and obviously my business and coaching experience, it's just going to be such an amazing journey for me personally. I love learning. So, this is just the perfect time for me. And I also am so excited to be able to really up level my mindset and coaching skills for my clients when it comes to supporting everyone with really understanding their mind. This is an endlessly fascinating journey for me. And as we'll talk about even in this episode, it's so essential to sustainability. So I'm really excited to bring you all on my journey of being trained in this method and uh, and just for you to observe how this Transforms my life and how it also supports my clients. I also want to take a moment to celebrate. I had an amazing client who just had a $20,000 launch and it was so incredible because she was so resistant before taking the steps that we had planned together. And But she pushed through that resistance. She felt it. She addressed it. We processed it. And she showed up and did the things and she had incredible results. And so I wanted to just share this with you all because when we have that resistance, so many of you (laughs) tell me that that's a sign that it's not aligned and that you shouldn't move forward. But actually, I think that most things in life are the opposite of what we assume. So where there is resistance is usually where that is our invitation to lean into. What we want to create or how we wanna grow is on the other side of that resistance. So just think about this, even in terms of the investments you make in your business, inspired from our episode last week, where we spoke about how I invest in my business and ensure a return on investment. After we invest in things, sometimes immediately we'll regret what we purchase because our mind comes in and it's like, hey, I don't want you to expand. But if you lean into that resistance and redirect your mind to look for why you're there, you will start to see it. And so I was so proud of my client for continuing to take the steps because they came from a place of inspiration. And even though she felt resistance, she continued to ask for support and to continue to move forward. And she reaped the reward as a result of that. So I'm so, so excited. I have no doubt that she's going to end up having a six figure year this year. And I'm so excited for her. And I'm also so excited because. We had two amazing clients who created a six-figure and beyond business last year. And I'm so excited for all of the people who are going to create six-figure businesses this year. Our beautiful people in our mistress mind are just doing so incredibly well. And I'm just so excited by how when we all come together and we talk and we learn from each other and we see that everybody is dealing with the same issues, we aren't alone it helps us to move forward. So I'm just so excited to continue supporting everybody in this community, my clients and all of you here who listen to the podcast and everybody who joins me on social media. I'm so excited after my holiday, I've got so many ideas about how to support you, but I really want you to help me help you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a survey this week. I think it's going to go out on Thursday if it's ready by then. So if you're not yet signed up to my newsletter list. If you're not receiving my regular emails, I encourage you as a podcast listener to please go and sign up because I want to hear from you. I need to understand more about who you all are who are listening to me. What's happening for you in your business? What's going on? What you desire, all of the things so that I can create content that truly serves you and so I can also take that into account in what I end up creating for you in terms of my offerings. I wanna help you all create the success that I have. And I also wanna help you go beyond that, Right? This is a community. I love you all. You can all create exactly what you desire. I'm here for you. So let me be of service to you. So please help me help you by filling out that survey as soon as it comes out this week. And if you're listening to this later and you want to know how you can help, maybe send me an email and I can find a way to get your feedback at that time as well. But for those of you listening in the now, please help me out. Make sure you subscribe to the email list. And if you're a listener to this podcast, you want to be anyway, because this is where I share exclusive content. I don't share anywhere else. You'll get notified whenever I've got amazing trainings for you. And also whenever I'm offering something, you'll get all the information you need to make an informed decision about whether this is something you want to join. Okay, now let's dive into sustainable business. Before we go into this, I really want to talk about the definition of sustainability Sustainability is defined by the UN World Commission on Environment and Development as sustainable development is development that meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. Now, I want to take this definition and apply it to our businesses. So what this definition says to me is we want to make sure that we're looking after ourselves in the now and also in the future, right? That's sustainability. So the action and the life and the business we're creating right now shouldn't come at the cost of ourselves in the future, right? We want to add energy to ourselves. We don't want to take away from it. So just like with the world and with the environment and the idea of sustainability around sustainable development, we don't want to overuse the energy and resources so that we don't have energy and resources to use in the future. It's the same with our business. We want to not overuse the energy we've got now at the cost of our energy in the future. So basically we don't want to burn out. Right? We don't even we don't wanna reach anywhere near burnout, right? We don't wanna feel at any point like we just don't have any energy to sustain what we're doing. And so to avoid that, that requires present moment awareness and decisions to to support you in the now, which will support you in the future. So I'm going to take you through seven principles of sustainable business that will support you to do just that. So you don't burn out and you are enjoying the process because you're not burned out and you've got energy to sustain yourself and you're adding energy to the big energy pool that we all live in. So number one, the first principle of sustainable business is all about tuning in and presence in the now. This is all about tuning into you. It's all about focusing on you. The most sustainable thing that you can do is to take care of the things you have already. And in business, as most of you are service-based business owners, your coaches, healers, creatives, content creators, course creators, if you aren't able to show up in the business, then the business doesn't continue to exist. That's the truth for many of you, especially at the start of your business, before you go into uh, ideas around scaling your business so that it's not so centered on you. So if we don't take care of the things we have, which is you, yourself, the most important thing in your business, we're not going to have a business. So we have to look at how can we take care of you? How can we take care of you, the CEO behind your business? How can we work sustainably to take care of your health, your body, your energy, your desires, your zones of genius? How do we take care of your creativity? All of this requires tuning in to assess what you need in the present moment. We can make assumptions about what we might expect we need in the future. For example, working with our cycle is a really great way to do that because we know when we're in our inner winter, we're going to need more time to rest and relax than when we're in our inner summer, right? However, if we don't if we aren't present in the present moment during your inner winter or during your inner summer assessing what do I need in this moment – then you will cost yourself, right? Because we can make assumptions, there will be patterns, but we don't truly know how to support ourselves until we have the information in the present moment. So constantly tuning in and asking, how can I care for myself and my body is a practice that is all about sustainable business. Now, here are some ideas for working sustainably and really embodying this first principle of tuning in taking care of yourself through presence. So first of all, working sustainably with your body, taking care of your body. Are you getting enough sleep on a day-to-day basis? This is something I'm working on at the moment because since coming back to Sydney, I've had really bad sleep. Sometimes I'll go through periods where I have really great sleep, but then I'll have like a week where I don't have good sleep. And I really, really feel that. And that is not sustainable for me. So I have to work out how can I create better sleep for myself? I'm actually working with a coach now at the moment, a health coach. And this is my number one concern. I'm looking at how can I set myself up to have better sleep? And why am I not sleeping? Because that is directly impacting my body. Now, another way that we can make sure that we have sustainability in terms of looking after our health in our body is looking after our physical energy, right? And and knowing what self-care we need. We can tell a lot about that through working with our cycle. And I'm talking about your hormonal cycle. I'm also talking about the menstrual cycle for those who are menstruating. If you're not menstruating for whatever reason, you're pregnant, you're on contraception, you're going through menopause or perimenopause, or you don't experience a menstrual cycle, or you don't have a female reproductive system, like whatever it is, you need to tune into your body and how your energy operates and you need to understand it. And the only way you'll do that is if you start tuning in and noticing what on earth is going on. So an easy way to do this is each day, ask yourself, where does my energy feel like it's at today? Is it low, medium or high? It could be that simple. And notice and don't try to change it, just become aware of where your energy is at. And if you track that over the course of a month or a few months, or six months, you might start to notice that there are some patterns here. And when we're aware of those patterns, we can ask ourselves, okay, so how can I support myself when I'm in low energy? How can I support myself when I'm in high energy, when I'm in medium energy? What self-care do I need? If we can do that on a day-to-day basis, you're going to set yourself up for success because you're not going to deplete your energy further. You will work with your energy, which is something I always say. You will work with your energy, not against it. If you don't know about working with your menstrual cycle or with the moon cycle, if you're not experiencing a menstrual cycle, I encourage you to check out my menstrual magic journal. You can do that at Leticia com forward slash menstrual magic journal. When you sign up for that, you'll also be invited to also sign up for my cyclical business webinar. It's an hour webinar that I recorded uh, about six months ago. It tells you how to then apply this cyclical approach to your business too. And I also have many episodes on the podcast. If you just Google Letitia Ringe podcast, menstrual magic, you'll see some episodes come up about this topic as well. Now, another way that you can make sure you're supporting yourself, you as the individual behind your business is really understanding what you need to thrive energetically. So obviously there's the physical energy, but I'm also talking about your total self. So body, mind, and soul. One of the best ways I've found to understand how I operate energetically, how I interact with the world energetically and how I interact with my energy internally is using the system of human design. I've spoken about human design on the podcast before. As many of you know, I recently became a human design reader because I find it so fascinating, and um, I just love this topic because every person that I talk to who understands their human design really, really resonate with what their human design chart tells them about their energy. So, for instance, I am a manifesting generator under human design, and I know that the way my energy works is that. I have a lot of different interests, right? I have lots of different things that I love to do, but I'll have these times where I'm on a high and I can work really quickly and do lots of different things. But then I also require a lot of time to restore because I give so so much energy out. And it's really important for me to take a notice of how my energy is interacting in the environment that I'm in. That tells me whether an environment is good for me or not good for me. It helps me avoid draining my energy versus replenishing my energy. So tools like human design are really great, but also understanding your personality, understanding what lights you up, understanding when you're around people who lights you up, who doesn't light you up, really understanding generally what drains versus uh, inspires and energizes my energy. If you are aware of that, you'll be able to minimize the amount of things that you spend around that, where it drains your energy. And you'll be able to focus more on the things that replenish your energy. I also believe that taking care of you is also really understanding what your requirements are to work in your business. I really, really love this topic. In fact, I wrote a blog about it. If you type into Google Letitia Ringe lifestyle requirements, it'll probably come up. And this is one of the top rated blogs still today on my blog because people are so excited about, yes, how can I create a business that actually helps me to have the lifestyle that I want? This is really Important. You've got to know what you require to be fulfilled. And then you build a business around that. If you do it the other way, you will feel trapped. You won't feel free. And for you, if you're listening to this episode and this podcast, I can almost bet that one of your, the primary reasons you want to have a business or got into business is because you wanted freedom. So we have to ask what those lifestyle requirements are. And it's also something you've got to keep checking in because your lifestyle requirements once upon upon a time might be different to now. For instance... I love now having time during the day not to work on my business. I really feel like if I don't have time during my day to just focus on me and do something that feels fun, that is just for me, that to me feels like I'm not free. So for me, I've changed the way that I'm in my business so that I usually work on my business in the morning and then I might actually have an early evening call. And I like that because I have the whole afternoon off and that makes me feel fulfilled. Once upon a time, I really didn't like that. It felt to me like I wasn't free when I worked in the evenings. So I really avoided working in the evenings. Uh, In the past, I've also felt that same way when I worked in the mornings. I felt like, no, I want the whole morning to myself. And then I'm going to work in the afternoon and the early evening. So see that changes. And I've got to be aware of what my lifestyle requirements are in the now. I would also say taking care of yourself also requires you to know what your zones of genius are. If you're not sure about what that means, then you can check out the meaning in Gay Hendrick's book, The Big Leap. Uh, In essence, it's really about those things that you are so naturally gifted at that you lose time in and that actually energize you when you're doing those things. So for me, I've built my business around my zones of genius and I outsource the rest right so my zones of genius are teaching I love teaching that's why I love doing the podcast that's why I love doing trainings that's why I've set up the way that I support my clients so that I'm also teaching them because I enjoy doing it when I was a little girl I loved getting my barbies and my my little ponies out and my sister and I'd line them all up and I'd sit there and I'd read to them and I'd teach them and I'd mark their homework and I loved it and I didn't become a teacher but I have created a business that allows me to teach. And that is awesome. So that energizes me. I also love learning. So I make sure that I'm always learning, which is why I sign up for learning more about business, learning more about my coaching skills, learning more about anything that interests me when I want to learn about it. And this is something that really keeps me always up-leveling my skills, but also feeling so energized and inspired by that. I also am, my one of my zones of genius as well is coaching. Now, this is something that has come very naturally to me. I've always been in the role of a coach in some shape or form, even as a child. And so it's something that I've continued to develop and refine and upskill myself on. But it's something that I get so much energy from. I love it. I enjoy coaching. I love supporting people to really become aware of how they want to live their life and what sort of business they want to create. So my business focuses on these three zones of genius for me. And then everything else I allow support, but we won't talk about that yet. We'll come to that next. In this first principle, it's kind of a bit more meaty than the rest of them because there's a lot to taking care of you. But I want to mention uh, two more things. So it also requires you to understand that your creative fulfillment depends on you creating And consuming, right? It's not about. Just consuming. For those of you who are listening to these podcast episodes and then not implementing what we're talking about, or if you're spending a lot of time on social media or reading all of your emails or going to social outings and like these are all things, Netflix, whatever it is that you're consuming, we need to consume and that's great, but you've got to create and produce as well. You will not feel creatively fulfilled and therefore fulfilled and therefore like you're living your purpose unless you are creating. So the way that I get around this is I really like to spend the start of my day creating, and then I can start consuming at the end of my day, but I make sure I create first and then I consume. And that really, really helps. The second, the last thing that I wanted to mention is that we also have to have an understanding of our masculine and feminine energy. I always have a disclaimer when I talk about masculine and feminine energy, just to say, I'm not talking about gender. Every single one of us has masculine and feminine energy. It is a, they're gendered labels, but it has nothing to do with gender, right? So masculine energy is all about doing, it's about logic action. It's about analyzing. It's all about the mind. And then our feminine energy is all about that beingness, that yin energy. It's about receiving and listening, turning within. It's about change and flux and flexibility. And when we're in the creative process, we need to be using both our masculine and feminine energy. So if you have an overabundance of masculine energy where you've got a lot of output, a lot of time in the mind versus a lot of time in your body, a lot of input, turning within, resting and relaxing and being and receiving, you will feel out of balance and it's not sustainable. So you need to have an understanding of masculine and feminine energy so you can understand, whoa, I'm feeling a little out of balance. I need to shift into this other energy. And it also helps you with creativity and the creative cycle. If you want to know more about that, make sure you check out that cyclical business webinar. Okay. So that's the first principle. I've got another six, but we'll whiz through these last six. So the second is letting go of shoulds and would be nices. You have to let go of anything that is unnecessary, right? Anything that is a should, anything is a would be nice. Your life is not a, it would be nice. So I did it right. I should do it. So I did it. Uh, it is you Doing the things that you love, that light you up, that are important to you. Sometimes we do do shoulds, but because fulfilling the should is important to us because it's a a person that's important to us. And I'm thinking of relationships here. So you might want to do something for your partner because you know it lights that person up so much. And that is what brings you joy. That's okay. You can do that, but understand why you're doing it so that you don't feel depleted and you, everything else you got to let go of because it's only taking up space of the things that expand you the most. I love this about coaching and personal development. Really for me, it's about helping you live an intentional life, helping you decide this is what I want from life. And then having the guts, because <laughs> it does require bravery and courage to focus on those things and just leave the rest, right? There's no FOMO here. There's no FOMO in sustainable business or sustainable life. We're not trying to do it all. We're not trying to keep everyone happy. We're not meeting other people's expectations. There's no obligations. It's all about you focusing on your priorities and what makes the biggest impact in your life. What makes you feel the best, what gives you the best results and getting rid of everything else. Sometimes this is more impersonal, especially in business for a lot of us, especially if you're a generator, a manifesting generator, you will want to decide using your mind and your masculine energy what it is that your community and your clients need. But actually we're designed to respond to our environment. So unless we're having conversations with the people in our environment, we're not actually learning what is supporting them. And so where ours is actually much more an impersonal strategy. We're responding to what we're learning and then deciding if it really does deplete you and you don't want to do that, then you say no. But If it does light you up, then that's a yes, but it's not, hey, I'm going to work out what to do and then I'm going to do that and everyone's going to come to that. That probably won't work because we're designed to respond. So it can be more impersonal and it means just reflecting on what is actually working, But at the end of the day, it's the same essence. You've got to be clear on your priorities and what makes the biggest impact in your business and in your life and let go of everything else. If it's something that can't be let go of, then that's where we'll go to one of the other principles, which is all about allowing support. We'll go there in a moment. The third principle of sustainable business is self-trust. Self-trust is so necessary For creating a sustainable life and a sustainable business. The reason is this. So many of you feel like you're so busy. You feel like you're burned out. And actually, a lot of the time, it's got nothing to do with the physical. It's all about mental exhaustion. You are so exhausted, spending time constantly questioning every single thing that you do constantly questioning the decisions that you make, redeciding the decisions you, you make, having complete overwhelm and fatigue because you've got too many options in front of you. <laughs> that was definitely my life when I went to university and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. The problem was too many options. And that is in the world that we live in today, the problem for most of us. There are too many options, too much information, too many possibilities, too much freedom. And so that's why constraint is so important for us. That gives us the freedom because we stop being exhausted and overwhelmed because we are in decision fatigue. So you've really got to look at, am I wasting time? questioning myself, redeciding, censoring myself, planning versus doing the things I planned from a place of inspiration? Am I spending a lot of time feeling confused, feeling self-doubt? Am I uh, feeling a lot of overwhelm or stress or worry? None of these are necessary. They don't do anything for us. All they do is waste our time and s- lead us spinning in circles and feeling exhausted. If you eliminated self-doubt from your life, things would run pretty smoothly, wouldn't they? And you know, you can even expand that definition of self-trust to also trust of the universe, trust of others. If you trust more truly, you would feel less burned out because you wouldn't waste so much time. Now, if you're still thinking, I don't waste time doing all of this, Letitia, what I want you to do is track your time for a couple of days and notice how much time you actually spend on every task that you do in your business and in your life. Notice how many of those surprise you because you spend more time than you think you should and because a lot of that time was spent trying to come up with the perfect decision, trying to write the perfect copy, trying to do something perfectly and censoring yourself and questioning and redeciding. This is the biggest problem that all of my clients face. It's the biggest problem that I face. And so that's why I wanted to put it in here for sustainable business. Now, so another thing that you can do to make sure you have an intentional mindset of self-trust is to make sure you do regular mindset work. Now, I did a mindset series earlier back on this podcast. I'll link it all in the show notes for the episode. So you can go back if you haven't listened. I explained exactly how your mind works and how it leads to the reality that you've created for yourself. It's really important for you on the daily to be aware of your mindset. In Create Your Beautiful Biz, I give you a daily practice that you can take to become aware of your mindset and to help you redirect it intentionally. It's so important for business owners because understanding the strategy is really the easiest thing. It is why we don't do those things and why we make them hard and why we make ourselves hate the journey and make... You have the power, all of the power is in your hands to have a journey that you enjoy, that you love, which is also an element of sustainable business and tuning in and taking care of yourself. All of the power is in your hands and it's all about the journey that you have. So the mindset work really helps you with that. Also, inner voice work really helps you with this intentional mindset too, because it's going to give you a perspective of complete self-trust. When you tune into your inner voice and ask for guidance, it's coming at the level of abundance and complete trust and love in you. And so instantly, you know how you could start thinking through tuning into your inner voice, which is super cool. Okay. Sustainable business principle four. It's all about support and allowing support. The word allowing here is really, really important because a lot of us think that if we allow people to support us in our businesses, that we failed in some way, that we're not doing it all. There's this Real mental striving to do it all, to prove ourselves if we look beneath why we want to do it all, or not trusting other people to really support us. But what happens when we don't allow support in our life is that we realize that we can't do it all, right? We can do our all, which is doing the things that are within our zone of genius and give us energy and that we enjoy doing. And then everything else is there to be delegated. Because, you know, the point of life is not to do everything on our own. The point of life is connection, is the joy of being with others and learning from others and creating things together. So even though it's your business and it's your life, in order to have the best your life and your business, you've got to involve other people in that. So allowing support can look like having people to support the, your life, right outside of your business. It could be having people to help you clean the place to help you cook your food. That's something I'm looking into now because I spent a couple of hours cooking all of my food for the week on Sunday last week. And that's something I never do, but I did it this time. And it was great. I feel great because now I've got all of my meals for the week already, But I was really annoyed that I spent a few hours of my time on a Sunday prepping all of this stuff. And I thought I could pay someone to do this who enjoys cooking and doing this meal prep idea. And then I could just cook at the times that I actually enjoy cooking and it be a slow process where I'm not trying to cook for the whole week. And so maybe I outsource that, right, because I can use that time to do other things in my life that I enjoy more. Support looks like allowing yourself to have coaching support, right? To help you with your mindset, to help guide you, to help with whatever it is that you're working on. Everybody should have a coach. It's the best thing in the world. We don't need to do it all on our own. So when you notice your mind having that story that I've got to do it, it has to be me. I've got to do it on my own. Really question that because it's stopping you from creating the life that you desire. And although you want to do it because it you feel like if I don't do it all myself, then I fail. What we actually do is fail because we do try to do it all on our own. Support can look like investing in courses. Like I mentioned in our last episode, instead of spending all of this time and energy researching how to do things and exploring all of the options, go with someone who's created what you want and can show you a pathway there. It helps you save time and energy. And equal investing in people to support you in the business, team members, contractors, people who are working within their zones of genius, doing the things they love and enjoy, adding energy to the business versus you trying to do it all and then draining from the business. Abundance, begets more abundance. So when we actually allow more abundance into our business, i.e. more energy, we will create more energy out there. So allowing support is such a crucial key of sustainable business. And if you want support in creating a sustainable business, the foundation for your six figure and beyond business, and you want support validating your offer, create your beautiful biz is the program that will support you to do that. You can find all the information at latisharange.com forward slash C-Y-B-B. And remember, if you're listening to this episode as this podcast airs, I have now got Create Your Beautiful Biz available as a self-study program, which means that the price for your investment into Create Your Beautiful Biz is the lowest it's ever been. The price will be increasing because I'm currently going through a big up level of the program to fine tune it even more. And then we're going to run a live round and it's going to be at a higher price point. Now, everybody who invests in the program before that time, which will come very soon, is still going to have access to the up-leveled program and to the live rounds with all of our coaching and Q and A support. So if you've had your eye on create your beautiful biz and you know, you need support selling your first offer, creating that sustainable business foundation that will set you up with a strong foundation to build a six figure and beyond business. Create your beautiful biz is the program for you. Or if you've already got a strong foundation in place and you know you've got a validated offer because you've got an offer that is selling and you know you can then scale that offer to create your six figure and beyond business, then make sure your name is on the wait list for the holistic business mistress Mine. Doors will open in a few months time and there will be limited spaces. And I'm so excited for all the people who will join me in the next round of my special mastermind. Okay, let's now dive into the next principle of sustainable business. It's all about focus. Focus is so important to create a sustainable business. You've got to fine tune what you're focusing on declutter your life, declutter your business, adopt a minimalist approach. So basically this is all about less is more. When you've got fewer options to consider, when you've got less of everything in your life, it means that your decision-making is going to be more expansive. You won't have to spend as much time making decisions on a day-to-day basis. So this can look like small things in your life, like for instance, your wardrobe. I have a capsule wardrobe. I've been doing it for over five years since I learned about capsule wardrobes. And the reason I love it is because when I go to my wardrobe, I have a wardrobe where everything works together. I have limited options of what. I can wear. I get to wear the clothes that I love again and again and again, which is all about sustainability. And I don't go into decision overwhelm every time I go into my cluttered closet trying to figure out what to wear each day. It's easy for me. I have like 10 outfits and I put them on rotation and I love all of them. And every season I have slightly different things, but this is, it makes everything so much easier. I shop at very similar places. I have a color palette that I use. And I do this because it allows me to buy things that I really, really enjoy and not always have the next thing that I should buy on my to-do list. That is a waste of time for me. And when I go shopping, I want to really enjoy it. So I don't do it very often. It also means in terms of business that I have fewer offers, I have fewer platforms, I have fewer spaces where I show up in all the different ways we show up in businesses and that's to make things so easy for myself. Yes, I could be on all of the places. No, it wouldn't be more powerful. I also make sure I've got routines to help me with the things that I want to do and not think about. So for instance, I have a morning routine so that when I wake up, I get all the things I need to help me start my day and be in the energy I want. And I don't have to think about it. It's a routine. I get to just do it and enjoy it. I don't need to make decisions in that routine. So it really, really helps me. Choice is honestly the enemy when it comes to sustainability, because we end up spending our days making so many decisions when we don't need to. And so many of you, I understand this because I thought this too, but I've been able to come out the other side and in hindsight have the gift of hindsight. You think that having more offers in your business and you think showing up in all of the ways is actually going to help you create more money and more results, but it actually does the reverse of that because you dilute your attention. So actually one of my favorite things to do in both Create Your Beautiful Biz and the Holistic Business Mistress Mind is I give you what to focus on, right? In the Mistress Mind, we have a one-to-one session where I look at your business. It's my zone of genius. And I'm able to say, focus here, don't focus here. And then that is a gift in and of itself, because now you've got the focus so you can actually amplify your energy. In Create Your Beautiful Biz, I give you a roadmap that helps you Bring focus to all the different things you could focus on in business. Instead, I'm like, Hey, just focus here, focus here. There's still choice involved, but I give you a container with that choice. So it's much easier to make all the decisions to create that strong foundation for your business and to get that first offer validated, i.e. sold. So I am such a big proponent of focus. It's the best thing. It provides you with freedom and it will create the business that you want. Okay. Principle number six is commitment to the journey. You have to be committed to the long-term, right? You've got to be committed to both the journey itself and to the long-term. Creating a sustainable business isn't about creating a six-figure business as soon as possible in the next month or whatever. What you'll do if you go in with that attitude is that you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to try and do all the things The energy, when there's a time constraint like that, when you say, hey, I've got to make all the money and I've got to do it now, it puts you into an energy of desperation, of urgency, of rushing. And what it does is actually achieve the opposite of what you want, because the energy that you show up in is from a place of lack. I need to have this now or else. And the energy you actually want to be is in the energy of abundance. And so what immediately shifts you into the energy of abundance is is enjoying the process itself of creating the results it's also the only thing that you have control over you can control the energy you put in you can't control the outcome so when you're committed to the journey itself to the journey of building your business and you're committed to being in business for the long term you're going to make better decisions that come from a place of abundance which also brings me to our seventh and final principle of of sustainable business, which is abundance itself. If you show up from a place of scarcity in any way, including and and importantly time scarcity, you will make those rush decisions, right? You will make decisions from a place of FOMO. I've got to do it now, or I'm going to miss out on my opportunity. Whereas when you take a sustainable approach, you might know that there's a number of projects that you want to create throughout the lifetime of your business, but you're not going to do them all now because you want to enjoy the journey of what you're creating. So you want to focus your attention and focus on one thing at a time and bring it through the creative side cycle and the menstrual cycle or what what your hormonal and creative cycle is. And you want to bring it through all the stages and enjoy the whole process and complete it and then move on to the next thing. If you try to do all of these things at once, it dilutes your enjoyment and your energy and your power and your impact. So time, abundance knowing that there's plenty of time that you, it's safe for you to focus on one project at a time is key to sustainable business. And that's where working with our cycle is so helpful as well. So there you go, my beautiful friends. These are the seven principles that I have come up with for creating a sustainable business. I'm so excited for you to start implementing whatever you have noticed throughout this conversation has sparked something for you. That's something for you to focus on. Or if you feel really resistant to something I said, that's also most likely something for you to focus on too. So I invite you to start implementing, just implement one thing, right? Implement one of these principles at a time and even just an aspect of the principle and start to notice the results for yourself come and share with me over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe or share with us in the holistic business community. If you're not in there, you can sign up at LeticiaRinge.com forward slash community. And if you know you want to go deeper into all of these principles of sustainable business and you want to get to work building your sustainable business, I invite you to join us in Create Your Beautiful Biz. You can literally get access now. As soon as you sign up, you'll have access to all of the materials and you can learn about Working with your cycle in your business. You can learn about mindset. You can learn about working with your inner voice, establishing your lifestyle requirements, building a business that is aligned with your personal business and life vision. You'll learn all of the practical steps it takes to build a solid foundation. For your business, from building your community, to creating your offers, to building your website and your brand, to selling and validating your offer and receiving money and all of the things that we do to build successful businesses. It's all there waiting for you, beautiful. So if you are ready to join us dive on in, head to latisharange.com forward slash CYBB. And if you feel like you've got all of those things covered and you're ready to really expand and blow up your business to six figures and beyond, make sure your name is on the wait list for my holistic business, Mistress Mind. I'm so excited to welcome those of you who are called to that mastermind experience. You can do that at latisharange.com forward slash mistress mind. Okay, everybody, I will see you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.